and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's time to do our last deep dive of the year of 2019. Oh my goodness, I can't believe this year is already coming to a close. (laughs) I'm very shocked at that. Um, But on that note, uh, coming up in December, we're going to do a bunch of episodes all in a row to celebrate all that this year in K-pop was. Mm -hmm. There's so much music to go over that we were like, there's no way we can just do one. So we're going to do a bunch of different episodes. And one of them is going to be about you, the listener. I asked for this at the end of last week's episode, but just in case anybody didn't listen that far, (laughs) um, we would like you to send us an email with your one, one, if you can help it, please (laughs) one. Everybody who sent one so far has been really good. One of your favorite things about 2019 in K-pop, whether that was like a comeback that really, really touched you or a new bias that you love or a concert you got to see or a friend you, whatever, whatever it is, we want to hear about it. Like you said last week, as much detail as you want, just pick one thing. But just one moment. You're picking your K- your one K-pop highlight of 2019 to share with us. Yes. And we will share it with all of you. Yeah, we've gotten so many of them so far and they're great. But if you would like to possibly hear yours on the episode, get it into us, please. AMAKpoppod at gmail.com. And somebody in their email pointed a thing out that maybe I've that I've literally never said in 90 episodes. AMA K-pop pod has two P's in that in the middle. Yes, it does. AMA K-P-O-P P-O-D. Yes. Because one person was like, I couldn't find you because I only thought it was Pup-pod. one pod. So pod. Just so that's <laughs> out there. Uh, is there a deadline for getting in your emails? Yes. You have to get these emails in by December 7th at the absolute latest. The earlier pleased. the better. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So now that that call to action is out of the way, let's get started on uh, learning about another group. Who are we learning about today? Today, we're going to talk about EXID. Yeah. They were, I believe, the second group we ever got in the random game. Mm -hmm. So like episode four. Yes. Um, And we thought we could come back to them. Um, I don't know. I feel like this was your pick. Did you have any like reasoning as to why you wanted to talk about EXID today? My main reason was it it felt, you know, like we kind of felt like, oh, it's time to do a deep dive again. And we hadn't done a girl group deep dive in a while. Um, and EXID is a girl group that both of us enjoy. Um, but also it's a girl group that we said goodbye to this year. Um, so I just felt like it would be an appropriate time as we're wrapping up 2019 to sort of pay tribute to a great girl group that uh, decided to go on hiatus this year. Yeah. So, um, All right. Uh, If this is your first Deep Dive episode, we like to go through the history of a group. We start out by introducing all of the members, Mm -hmm. and then we go through their discography and timeline, and we save one music video to watch at the end in place of our random game. Yes, and normally our uh, rules for choosing their music video are the same as the random game, which is that we pick their most viewed music video. Um, And since, as Shannon just said, we've already gotten EXID in our random game, we've already watched their most viewed music video, which is Up and Down. So today we will be watching their second most viewed 
music video, which is called Ah uh, Yeah. So we'll watch that at the end. Yeah. Um, but just as a sort of disclaimer, like we know it's not their number one. We've already watched that one before. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get our big uh big grand scheme details of EXID out. So EXID, and it is pronounced EXID. Yeah. Some people think that it's exit. It is not, but it is not. So just in case you've been saying exit for years. You're wrong. Yourself. <laughs> no, that's just the thing. I feel like I've heard that. Like when we w- saw them at the Korean mu- music festival in 2017, 18, 2018, no, whenever it was, some people, when we it had did, to be 2018, cause I did like, okay. 2018, when we did our light stick project, some people who came up to us and they were like, can I get an exit one? And we were yeah. like an EXID one. <laughs> um, but uh, EXID stands for exceed in dreaming. Ah, lovely. They are a five member group. They were six when they debuted. We'll get to that. But the most uh, their uh, <laughs> true lineup is five members. Yes. Um, and they are from a company called Banana Culture. When uh, they debuted, they were under AB Entertainment. There was like some yes. corporate switcheroos. There's some changings that we'll get into when we go through their chronology. Um, but just big picture facts, they have won 13 awards altogether, um, including Golden Discs, Melon, and Soul Music Awards. And they have a total of 22 music show wins. Lovely. They debuted on my birthday, February 16th, 2012. So me and EXID have the same birthday, which is fun. <laughs> um, and their fandom name is Lego. Which stands for, now I gotta look that up, because it must mean something. Love EXID girls. The girls said that the name comes from the toy Lego and we are their foundation and we stick together and support them. Oh, that's cute. It's not an acronym. It, I mean, there's people put periods between it, but like this from this EXID Reddit, people said, I've been doing research and I can't find information about the origin of Lego. Hmm. It was an unofficial fans. It's a stylized way of saying, Leg, let's go, Lego. Sure. Um, yeah, interesting. Oh, wait, here we go. Found it. The name Lego is taken from the familiar phrase, let's go, as EXID is hoping to create many more memories and keep moving forward with their fans. Mm. So that's it. All Lego. Right. Lego. And they're one of those groups. We talked about this in uh, forever ago in our first fan culture episode that their official colors are Pantone 7499C, Pantone 7432C, and Pantone 272C, which is like cream, pink, and purple. All right. <laughs> but... That's this was the time where people had to start like copying specific specific colors. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's all our big EXID facts. Yes, yes, that's all of it. Okay, great. So now we'll move into introducing the members. Do you want it? We usually, before we get into members, talk a little bit about our own personal connection with EXID. That's good. So would you like to go over that? Sure. Um, I became aware of EXID like everybody else when Up and Down blew up. Mm -hmm. Um, That song was super huge and it was just kind of like a meme almost and how much like everybody was doing the dance and talking about it. Um, But I didn't... I didn't, like, take any time to know the members or anything. I just, like, knew that that song was big. Um, and then 
I knew Hani from variety shows and Weekly Idol and stuff. And then when we first started taking our K-pop dance class here, Hot Pink by EXID was the first dance that we learned. Mm -hmm. Um, We've since learned several EXID songs. I feel like my – I definitely knew – I feel like I knew who EXID was and I knew Hani from like watching Weekly Idol and maybe other variety show appearances. Um, But my main knowledge of EXID was from our dance class um, because we did Hot Pink and we've done LIE and we did da da da. Um, And so I feel like I that was my main yeah knowledge knowledge and experience with them knowing their dances and stuff and I love their choreo style like it's kind of more simple than others but in doing the research for this episode and watching like all of their music videos I noticed that they have a very they have a signature style for their choreo and I really like it I also think they have a very um signature like style to their music, especially just like the arrangements of them. Mm-hmm. Because as we'll talk about, basically every EXID song was written by Shin Sedong Tiger and member Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like they wrote basically everything, like 98% of it. Yeah. So often, like when I Love You came out, it was like you can, it has the same sort of transitions to the chorus from the verse as, uh, Da 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 does, mm-hmm. and then like it has a part that sounds like hot pink. Like there's just kind of a sound of what an EXID yeah. song sounds like. Definitely, they also I think have a very uh, signature like cheekiness to their music videos. Mm, yes, they have a lot of like humor in their music videos because they are a, a girl group that has a sexier concept for sure. Um, but they're not just there to be like sex ladies or whatever like Mm -hmm. sex objects they are uh sort of tongue-in-cheek about it the whole time and they get a little bit even goofy in some ways um and that's always fun totally um and I wondered uh I meant to like look up the timing of this but I feel like it works out in my mind the it's definitely the Shin Sedong Tiger connection for sure but a lot of uh EXID's music reminds me of like a tiara sort of Mm. sound and I think around the time they debuted was around the time that tiara was imploding so it might have been trying to like take an open hole in the market for like dance music because there's definitely like it's dance music yes they make dance music for sure um so yeah that's what we're working with so let's get to know sorry i'm tangled in courts let's get to know the members of exid so our oldest member our leader our main vocal is named solji Her birthday is January 10th, 1989, and she was a girl group member before she was in EXID. She debuted in 2006 Mm -hmm. in a group called 2NB that was like an R&B group. Yeah, it was a vocal duo. Uh, And then she also debuted as a soloist in 2008. Um, and we'll get into it more, but before EX, before joining EXID, she was a vocal teacher. Like, that was what she had done when her 2NB thing had folded. She just became oh. a vocal teacher. Wow. 
Well, she is an incredible singer. Absolutely. Yeah. And she has a ton of solo music out there, like throughout EXID's career. And I think maybe even still, she like puts out solo music. Yes, she is like a power, power vocalist. I watched a performance of hers this weekend that like, oh, it made me cry. Like she was crying because the power of her own voice. Um, but we always try to describe the members of groups. So if you're looking at a picture of them or you're absolutely unfamiliar, we can try to help you pick them out. Um, and a great way to find out who Solji is is that she is belt she is belting the notes in like most of the songs. Um, she has like a very big mouth of like cute lip corners, and she has like those like apple cheeks mm. with the little like ooh. And I wrote forehead. I don't think she has a big forehead, but there's something about her forehead that stands <laughs> out to me. And she's also excellent like whenever she has her hair in a ponytail it's like the best ponytail i don't know she's just like got one of those faces that's like really rocks a ponytail so nice and symmetrical yes definitely definitely um i don't know she's their she's their beautiful leader that's that's all there is about her. i mean we'll get into all of them more but that's i think that's what you need to know about her i agree so next in the lineup is ellie and this is, like, uh, stylized as capital L, capital E. Yes. Uh, she's the main rapper, the lead dancer, and as I just said, compo- uh, did the lyrics at the least for almost every single EXID mm-hmm. song. Wrote the music for some of them, but mostly contributed as a lyricist. Um, she's also a producer. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has a quite a lot of credits under her belt. Uh, her birthday is December 10th, 1991, which like shocked me. Cause she, she's one of those people that like feels like she must be a decade older than me because she like yeah. carries herself like a grown up, and she like is so talented and has such a career that she just seems much older, older than she yeah. is. Um, she was, before she was in EXID, she was an underground rapper in yes. a group called Jiggy Fellas. <laughs> With a Z. I tried to find <laughs> more information about Jiggy Fellas, but there's not a lot because they were underground, you know? Yeah. Um, and she still went by Ellie in that, but she spelled it E-L-L-Y. Yes. Um, and fun fact of Ellie, she wrote both Troublemaker and Now. I know. I saw that and I was so shocked. Me too. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because those songs are huge. So yeah. she must be hella rich from that alone. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like knew that she was friends with Hyuna and I think... I think they probably know each other from JY, like way back JYP days. Mm. Um, she also featured on Hyuna's first, on her Red album. She does a song with Ellie called Blackout. Um, and there's a lot of performances of that because they did that one on music shows. Nice. Um, so just to describe Ellie, she has a very wide, very square face. Mm-hmm. But like giant eyes that always have like a ton of like winged eyeliner she loves a heavy eyeliner i feel like ellie looks like a cat Mm -hmm. um in the way that like eartha kit looks like a cat you know what i mean i totally know just something about like a wide face with like very distinctive sort of sly eyes totally uh her nose has changed significantly over the years (laughs) i think she went a little too far with the last one it's very pointy now but you go, girl. It's fine. Do what um, you got to do. Yeah. So that's Ellie. Very important part of EXID as their, one of their musical pillars. Um, next in the lineup is Hani, mm-hmm. who is the lead vocal, the visual, and the face. 
Yes. And uh, one of the lead dancers. She's got all the jobs. All the jobs. Uh, her birthday is May 1st, 1992, and her real name is An Hyun. Mm-hmm. Um, Hani, like we said, you might know her because she's like a variety show queen. She's like kind of a meme in herself. Like so many things yeah. that she's done show up on those like 100 funniest things that ever happened to K-pop. Videos. Yeah, she's very goofy and like doesn't really have a lot of, um, you know, she doesn't seem to have any qualms about, like, being a goofball on right. TV. Um, she has a very loud and distinctive laugh. Um, she was a host of Weekly Idol for a long time. She's on TV all the time. Um, and a fun fact that I learned about her was that uh, we will talk about, like, the JYP connection in mm-hmm. the chronology. But she was supposed to debut with JYP, and she got cut uh, before she ever did. And so she decided to take a year off, and she studied in in China for a year. Yeah, so she fluently speaks Chinese and English. Her English is great. It has, she has a British accent, which is very adorable <laughs> to me. Um, and she, like, has a super high IQ and, like, scored very highly on some sort of English test that's, like, a very difficult English test. So she's, like, a considered a smart, one of the smartest idols. Um, and to describe Honey, if you don't know what she looks like, I wrote bangs because she, like, always has bangs. Yeah. That's, she does always she have bangs. She always has bangs. Um, and that she has uh, the longest nose. Like, it, she doesn't have, like, a big nose, but it's, like, long and pointy. And I feel like everyone else in this group has itsy-bitsy noses. Yeah, very so, like, small noses. Honey doesn't. Um, and she has a really good eye smile. Like, yeah. And she has um, kind of a distinctive chin. Yes. There's, like, more angle, like, mm-hmm. sharper angles in Honey's face than the others. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Hani. And next in the lineup is Hyerin. Her name is sometimes spelled with an R or with an L because it that could be letter either. changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's the lead vocal. Uh, her birthday is August 23rd, 1993. She is also an incredible vocalist. So she's yeah. like the other one that's also belting out the chorus. Um, she's probably arguably the goofiest member in a pretty goofy group, but she is like full on wacky. Uh, and she gets like a reputation for being, what did they call it? Like a fake maknae? Cause she's not the maknae. Oh yeah. But she acts, <laughs> but she like, acts like one. Uh, Hinnon has like a tiny elfin face. Yes. I was going to say, she just has like the smallest little face. She usually, if there is a member that has short hair, that's probably hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just has like a very cute, like doll face. Yeah. She has really big eyes. Mm-hmm. And then she has like a tiny, like turtle nose, like a little turtle nose and a little turtle mouth, but these like big eyes and her <laughs> head is like the size of a fist. She's, yeah, I feel yeah. like she's easy to spot, like, because yeah. she's got a she very distinctive the, the look. teensiest little face. Um, and then last in line is our actual maknae, Chonghua. Uh, she's the main dancer and has, like, dance breaks and some early songs mm-hmm. and actually in lie, too. So, yeah, she's she's the main dancer. Yeah. Uh, her birthday is May 8th, 1995. And she actually made her acting debut at nine years old in a yes. drama. And then from that got to host a children's TV show of some kind. Oh, I tried cool. to find information about the TV show, but I couldn't. Um, and then she, I, I'm assuming after that, went to go be a trainee because she didn't do any more child acting. But there was like a tiny 
yeah. period of time where she did. But she is currently signed as an actress. So she is like still interested in Yeah, she did acting. like four web dramas in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't stay a child. Like she started as a child actress, but she didn't stay a child actress. Yes. Yeah. Um, she is the Machne and she's a very annoying Machne. That's like one of the things she gets called out for a lot is that she like drives the rest of them really, really crazy. <laughs> Um, I mean, she's six years younger than the oldest. So, you know, that's what, that's what happens with Maknes. That's what they're for. Sure, that's their job. Um, Donghua is always described as looking innocent. Like, I, that's, like, mm. one of the things that people say about her look is that she just, like, looks like an innocent girl. That's funny. I totally disagree. I feel like she's the sexiest one. Yo, no. I totally also <laughs> Um, But she has a really long neck. Like, a she very long neck. She does have a really long neck. neck. Um, and then something about her mouth, I was trying, like, I thought, I was like, does she have tiny teeth? But, like, she doesn't have tiny teeth. But there's something about her mouth that's distinctive, but I couldn't put my finger on it. It's kind of downturned. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is something about the way she, like, holds her mouth. But she has a really round face. Yes. Um, she has super round face. And she changes her hair a lot. So, like, there's no real distinctive <laughs> or signature hair look to look for for her. Um, but... I mean, in my opinion, I would say, like, look for the sexiest one, and that one's her. Yeah, she's always <laughs> given that. I think she's totally always given that vibe. Um, so those are the members of the most known, most, like, the lineup of the, the XAP. Yeah. But just to let it be known, there were three other members mm-hmm. of EXID. Their names were Dami, Yuji, and Hyerong, and they are currently members of a group called Bestie. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about them now. We'll get to why in the timeline. But, like, they were there at a moment for a very brief moment. Um, But that's all the members of EXID. Okay. Timeline time. Here we go. Get into the story. So pre-debut, 2011, Shinsadong Tiger, who we've talked about a million times, dance music producer, produced all of Tiara's hits. He currently does all of, like, Momoland's hits. Mm -hmm. Very distinctive style for, like, catchy-ass dance music that, like, usually charts very well. Him and AB Entertainment are trying to put a group together. And like you just said about Hani, who had been, like, cut from JYP when they decided not to debut a girl group back then, Shin Sedong Tiger, like, took all of the jilted JYP trainees. Yeah, I read that J- uh, Shin Sedong Tiger and AB Entertainment, they specifically scouted JYP trainees uh, when they were trying to form their girl group. And they originally um, signed Yuji, uh, who is one of the former members. She joined first after JYP never debuted her. And she then recruited fellow JYP trainees Hani, Heryong, and Jonghwa. Yes. Um, so, and then Shin Sedong Tiger knew Ellie. Yeah, he found her, like, when she was underground rapping. Yes. When she was rapping underground. <laughs> <laughs> and their original group, that they were going to call it WT, which stood for Who's That? Mm-hmm. But they changed their mind and went with the XID instead. Uh, they were originally supposed to debut January 2012, but Ellie got an injury. So the debut was postponed a month. Uh, which then made their official debut day February 16th, 2012. They just put out a single. It was two tracks. I don't, just but by the way, 
why can you call things a single if they have other tracks on them? I feel like that doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. But American artists do I that know. too. Because I remember like owning singles that had like three songs singles. On them or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, the single was called Holla, and the debut song was called Who's That Girl with, with a Z. A Z. Um, so that original lineup was six members, which were Yuji, Hani, Heryong, Jonghwa, Ellie, and Dami. So there was originally a six member group. Um, this song peaked at number 36. It didn't really do that well. And I just as a personal note have to say that the music video is very upsetting because the entire thing is basically like their boyfriend's cheating on them like who's that girl or whatever but the concept of the music video is basically that they're trying to kill the boyfriend and they end up causing a car accident yeah and like the end of the music video ends with them posing like sexily in front of the car where like the boyfriend and the other girl are like dead inside of it and it's Upsetting. <laughs> yeah, the boyfriend is an actor named Lee Joo Hyuk, who's like very popular. Um, I know him from a sewing Gook drama, but he's done some like historical dramas, and he just did a really good photo shoot with Noun from A Pink. It was like a couple photo shoot at an amusement those. park. They look great. So like I recognized him immediately. But the other part about the video is weird is that the girls also seem to be ghosts. Yes. Because they're they just torturing like appear, him, but they're invisible. Yeah. Like he can see them, but no one else can. <laughs> like he turns around and sees them. And then like it cuts to like some guy being like, are you OK, dude? And it's it's very bizarre. It's very, very strange. Yeah. But uh, also in the music video, when they do the dance scenes, they're there's this big, like, uh, 3D, like, uh, pyramid grid, like, some big, crazy background that's, like, a huge textured background. It's the same one that they use in Girls' Generation, I Got a Boy, and the A-Pink Hush video. So I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, but there's a very specific time period in K-pop where I'll forgive anything just because of the nostalgia that it causes. And the way that this music video looks is, like, in that little pocket I don't really like the song it's not that great no. but like and there's a really weird breakdown in the middle of it that seems totally out of place even for a k-pop song which is like that's kind of a signature of the genre but this one in particular I was like oh yikes what's happening here yeah um so that was their debut like you said it didn't I mean 36 on the gown is not terrible but it wasn't like a smash but in April, as soon as promotions ended, it was announced that Dami, Yuji, and Hyerong were leaving to mm-hmm. pursue acting and to go to school. But they all joined another company and debuted in another group a few months later. So Shady. I know. The shade of it all. I've I saw some fan <laughs> accounts that like truly see this as like a huge betrayal. Like that it was just like a very like people view it very person like took it very personally. Yeah. Um and then rumor has it, I don't know how true this part of it is, but the rumor I heard was that like Hani was responsible for like rounding up people to try to fix the group. Oh. So she recruited another girl who didn't pass the initial audition, who was Yerin, mm-hmm. and the company vocal teacher, who was Solji. Amazing. So 
thou they great so, choices honey right she like <laughs> if if she's the one who picked them she did a good job so now they have five people again they take mm-hmm. some time to regroup they're a five member group now and these Ha-ha, are the regroup <laughs> oh yeah see what you did there. i did th- uh, yeah <laughs> that's exactly how that word should be used uh so then in august of 2012 uh the new Official five-member EXID comes out with an EP called Hippity Hop. It had six songs on it, all produced by Shinsadong Tiger. And the track that they promoted was called I Feel Good. Uh, so this music video, the plot of which seems to be that like they're all like hardworking gals, like they work at a preschool or in a parking lot or like exercise videos, and then they need to like blow off some steam. So they break into a club that nobody's in and they dance around for a while and then they fall asleep and then the guy finds them in the club and he's like, you girls have to leave. You can't be in here. <laughs> it's really funny. It has a lot of, it has a really good sense of humor, which sort of becomes a signature of theirs in their music videos. Um, the album itself debuted at, or the little EP debuted at number 13 and the song peaked at 56. Um, I feel like, you know, the song, it's just like a club dance song Mm -hmm. I felt like it was a little bit derivative but it's not terrible Um, and they're they have really really excellent singers in EXID so I feel like I've never I've never strongly disliked any of EXID's music because they have such good vocalists right and their choreo is always really cute yeah and the styling of this one is just like very much of its 2012 time like Mm -hmm. weird pattern pants and like shredded denim vests that have paint on them weird sunglasses and like wacky hair I feel like yeah. at the moment the, the people were like how weirdly can we pile someone's hair on top of their head and they always did it to Ellie yes and <laughs> <laughs> gave her like weird braided mohawks um yeah, so that's a cute, fun one. Um, and yeah, it also opens with like a like from mm. Solgi or from Solgi that's like, you know, kind of like Mama Moo, like old time. Like, yeah. I can sing. Um, so that's always that's fun. always fun. Um, and then before 2012 ended on October 3rd, they put out another single, and the single was called Every Night. Every time no Okay, I need to talk about this music video for 400 years. Yeah. Um, Before I talk about the music video, though, just some details to get out. This song is a rewrite Mm -hmm. of a song called Phone Call that was on their debut EP. And that that was was a a solo Ellie song. Um, And so this is an alternate version of it. It only peaked at number 43. And I have to say, like, I am disappointed that it did so poorly because I really like this song. I think it's really good. And the music video is fucking bananas. It's so wild. So the first thing you see... (laughs) 
is EXID dancing in gas masks. Yes, scary, scary gas masks. And like the general concept for this music video you think is going to be sexy and like the choreo is sexy. There's a lot of hips and like short shorts. They're wearing short shorts and white turtlenecks and they're Mm -hmm. in these great heels. And the dance is like, it's their first like actual like very sexy dance. Yeah. But in between scenes of them dancing sexy, they're, like, messing with test tubes and stuff. Yeah, they're concocting something. And, like, you kind of think, I at least thought maybe they were making, like, perfume or maybe they're making poison. Like, I don't know. Right. And then there's a guy with a disgusting, like, half-must, like, yucky facial hair sitting in a throne surrounded by women in beautiful dresses all holding champagne glasses. And, like, I don't know what's happening there, but they cut back to it a couple times mm-hmm. then at the last chorus the girl the exid break into this room where the man and the women are making a toast and they throw their red test tubes and they explode and then in slow motion all of these women start spewing champagne everywhere specifically on, on the guy and like in his face and it is like the most absurd <laughs> and it's not just like a little spit take it's like a Blech. fountain of water and like ugly faces in slow motion spewing out this like fountain of water and then the guy straight faced and like center of the camera like close up just gets spat upon <laughs> and when you think it's done you think like oh that's enough they just do like this they is where the humor more. comes and like there's just more spitting more spitting it's I love everything about all of this yeah <laughs> and then they do the last the last little bit of the choreo in their gas mask while everyone is dead around the room yeah cause you find out that they had put these like deadly ghost peppers yes. or something in the test tubes and so that's why everyone like spit up everywhere but it's just it's just it's so I don't know it's a while it was ride. not what I was expecting <laughs> and it like really took me by surprise and it's quite funny um okay so December 2012 they did win rookie of the year at the Korea Culture and Entertainment Awards yes they did they also uh put out a collab a collaboration album with a boy group named Big Star and a girl group named D Unit. I'm not familiar with either of those groups, but it is a collaboration album with those three groups. And together they all did a special year-end concert called The Bugs Show Volume One. Um, and I don't know if they had more volumes, but EXID <laughs> was not a part of the other volumes if they existed. Yeah. Um, the next thing I had written down, I just thought was interesting. I'll just play like a tiny clip of it. But in 2013, they put a song, they had a song on a drama soundtrack. The drama was called Incarnation of Money. And the song was called Up and Down. But it's not that up and down. It sounds like this. Baby, Yeah, so it's like kind Love of like speak-a-y, right? Like, yeah, and like it's kind of jazzy. It is speak-a-y. I like it. Yeah, so I thought that was funny because I saw that in their Wikipedia and I was like, no way Up and Down came out that early, but it was a different one. And all the YouTube comments on that one, there were some funny like, this is the superior Up and Down or like whatever. <laughs> it's funny. Um, um, the only other thing I have for them in 2013, which I feel like we should just make a brief mention of, is that Hani and Solji uh, came out with a subunit called Dasoni um, and they had a single called Goodbye and a B-side called Said So Often. 
did. But they really weren't that active in 2013. Right. They being EXID. So this is where I wrote something down, what we learned recently about this time in EXID's lives from the members is that during these years, they had no money, no schedules, like nothing was happening for them. The whole thing was probably going to fold. Hani said that she was going to school at the time. And so she would eat at the cafeteria and like sneak cafeteria food. And there was like cheap food at the school store. So she would like go shopping at school to try to feed the other members. And they found out years later that Halen had like secretly gotten a part-time job, like working nights at a convenience store or mm-hmm. something to just try to keep them alive. <sighs> it's very sad. Horrible. So like, yeah, they were kind of at their like wits end for like mm-hmm. 2013 to 2014. It like was not, it wasn't working. Yeah. And in 2014, in June, um, they signed a new contract with Yedang Entertainment. So they were originally with AB Entertainment and they changed to Yedang Entertainment, um, which it seems like doesn't have the same connection with Shin Sedong, uh Tiger as AB Entertainment did because it seemed like Shin Sedong was like a producer for AB Entertainment. Mm-hmm. But they were still highly involved with Shin Sedong Tiger and set to come back with a collaboration with him uh, after they signed with their new company. So in August 24th, their first release, uh, 2014, their first release under this new company was again called Up and Down. Uh, so there's a there's a lot to say about this song because this this was their moment. Yes, but not at first. No, at first <laughs> it charted really poorly. It didn't even make it until the top 100. Um, and the song, like like Shannon just said, came out in August. Um, and a few months later, in October, a fan video of uh, Hani doing the dance went viral, and it sort of rebirthed the song. And it went first. It like went into the top 10, and then even made it to number one on the charts and the group EXID was invited back to music shows even though their promos for the song were over they were invited back um, and they got their first win on M Countdown January 8th 2015 and they went on to win uh, Music Bank and Inkigayo with the song yeah so the song came out in August but it didn't make an impact till January of the next year yeah Um, but it was the 28th best selling song of 2015 mm-hmm. so of 2015 like it didn't even yeah, come out the following in year yeah, yeah. Um, and immediately after or like shortly after uh, they sort of had their revival of this song and they won their their showcases um, Solji went on the uh, pilot episode of the King of the Masked Singer which is a very popular show uh, a competition singing show where famous singers go on and they sing with a mask on their face. Right. Um, and she won that show, um, which also helped bring a, attention to EXID. 
Definitely. So they were now they were after all of this working extra jobs and being yeah. so close to losing everything. Like EXID was on the map mm-hmm. and on cool. the up and up. Yeah. So in a, to continue on this success in April, they released an EP called Ah Yeah. And that's the one we're going to save till the end. So yes. no clippy now. Mm-hmm. But this song was also written by Ellie and Shinsadong Tiger. Won four music show trophies. Yes, it won four music show trophies. The album, so the EP is called Ah Yeah, and so is the song. Um, and the album peaked at number five. The song went to number two. And this was their first song that got onto the world charts, and it mm. went all the way to number six. Wow. So we'll listen to that. In a little bit. Later on. Uh, in July of 2015, I wrote down, because it was another, like, moment for them, EXID got a Showtime season on NBC, so they did uh, EXID's Showtime. Mm-hmm. And before that, in May, they got to do their first United States performance oh, at right. the Korean Music Festival, which we love to go to here True. at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, and then to end out 2015, November 17th, 2015, they put out a single entitled Hot Pink. Um, Hot Pink. It went to number four, uh, on number nine on the world charts. It won first place on Show Champion and Inky Gayo, uh, and they were able to end 2015 with a Melon Music Star Award. So, the, I need to talk about this music video for a minute because it, I think it's disgusting, and I can't, <laughs> I can't put my finger on exactly why. <laughs> Because, so the premise is that they're, like, working, they have a gas station, and there's a special pump for pink oil, but then there's a word next to pink oil that is blurred out, so I don't know what it is, but then guys pull up to the station, and then they, like, kind of jerk off the pump, and then when they shove it in the hole, the guy's like, ugh, they, like, So I don't know what is happening in the video. I don't know if it's, like, a metaphor for pegging or something, but, like... It's so, it feels like it's so much. Oh my God, I hope it is. I hope it is. Like, that would be wild. But it's like, there's so, something yucky is happening in the video, but I can't figure out what exactly. I honestly feel like that could describe almost all of EXID's videos. (laughs) Oh, maybe. It's sexy and funny and also maybe a little bit yucky. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like so much... good way. There's so much imagery of the like pink oil like bubbling and they like... It's like on their hands and stuff. I don't know. It's like kind of gross, but like I can't say exactly why it's gross. So... (laughs) I don't know. It just seems sexual. Yes, that's all. <laughs> Whatever is happening, it's a lot. Um, yeah, so that was the f- that song is the first K-pop dance I ever like officially learned all the way through, which yeah. is really funny because it's just like a because it's really you just not put your a lot thumb of in your mouth and, and shake your butt, shake your butt. Um, yeah, so that was 2015. Mm-hmm. In January 2016, they signed uh, a Chinese contract with uh, the Banana Project, yes. and then sold. And then uh, sh- shortly after that, the company changed their name to 
banana culture. Yes. So they they made a Chinese debut and had a fan meet in China and like did promos and stuff in China at the beginning of of 2016. And then their Korean company, Yedang Entertainment, changed their name to Banana Culture in some kind of like weird merger collaboration with that banana project um and i i read that like when they first signed with the banana project fans were like worried that they were moving from korea and like not going to be a Uh, k-pop group anymore and then the banana project was like no 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 like this is just they're just hopping over here for a little while um and then but then yeah so they are currently under or they currently were, under the label Banana Culture. That was, like, the final yes. label of theirs, which was still Yedang Entertainment, just under they changed a their new name. name. Um, so then in June 2016, they put out their first album, mm-hmm. which was called Street. It had 13 tracks, including Hot Pink, but the new promoted track for that one was called Lie, or L-I-E. I think that song is tied with another one coming up for my favorite EXID mm. song. I really, really love Lie. Um, the music video for this one is another, like, it's very, very sexual without, like, actually being so. Like, they're working in a weird hotel mm-hmm. and a man in a plastic mask with a lady with a plastic mask, like, come check into the hotel. And then they're all like working in, in different places, but like Hani's in the kitchen and she's like beating meat with a like hammer, which like that's that's not an uh, accident. Sure. And then like Solji is like a maid and she's like sitting, she's like kneeling on the ground in a like very suggestive way and crawling in the hallway. And like Jungwa's laying in the elevator. She doesn't have her shoes on and she's like sad about something. They all seem to be like very upset about whatever's happening in the room, the mask boy in the room. Mm, he's lying. He's lying. Um, but the only thing that bugs me about this music video is that they don't show the dance until, like, the last 30 seconds. Yeah. And I love the dance to this song. I like the dance to this one, too. And not just because we learned it. Yes. <laughs> um, this song peaked at number five. The album itself went to number two. Um, and you mentioned that they, it has 13 songs on it, 10 of which were written by Ellie. So she's, like, really holding it down as the main songwriter for EXID. Um, this song just as like, I mean, this album, just as a fun fact, includes two solos. One is called Hello and it's by Hani. Um, and there's another one called 3%, which is a Soul G solo as well. Um, and Lai went to first place on Show Champion, Inkigayo, and the show. Yeah, I was also going to say the songs Don't Want to Drive and Cream on this album are also very good. Cream is gross, but the song is good. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that was the summer of 2016. And then in December is when Banana Culture announced that Solji needed hiatus mm-hmm. because she has hyperthyroidism, which like can make you very, very tired. And like, it's just like not. 
It can have a lot of different medical complications and effects. Um, and so she eventually needed to undergo like surgery for it. Um, but so they announced that she would be taking a hiatus from the group's promotions and activities um, and that the group would continue as just four members for the time being. Yes. Um, and then the next thing they did was April 9th, 2017, they put out their third EP, which was called Eclipse. And they put out a single first time as just four people. And the single was called Night Rather Than Day. Yeah, it's really good. And I like this music video because watching them all in a row yesterday, like the two previous to this, like Lie and Hot Pink were like aggressively sexy and they're all like, they all look amazing. I'm not mad at it. Like, but they were very sexy music videos. And this one has like a more casual, like girls having fun. They're wearing like big oversized blazers mm -hmm. and like a lot of cute denim. And there's just like, it's not like, they're not doing sexy outfits. There's they're like, like a soft grooviness to this song and that aesthetic I think plays out in the music video as well um, and I, I really really like it it has that like iconic EXID style choreo I think yeah um, and like we said it was with just four members um, but the album did really well like the album debuted at number four it made it onto the Billboard world charts and it was the first of their it was their first top five album yeah and Billboard put it on their best of 2017 list um, and it was a moment. Also, just I'll recommend specifics from it later, but I think Eclipse is a very nice EP as a whole. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, so here's a moment that I wrote down just because I think it's very special and like everybody seemed to really enjoy crying at the Zion T clip that we told them to watch last week. So if you want to do that again, here's an EXID one to watch. On August 12, 2017, which I'm guessing they just re-decided to make their anniversary day. I think they've never mm. celebrated February 16th as the debut because sure. that's not... That's not the real this lineup EXID of EXID. This EXID debuted on, Oct like yeah. on August 14th. So they had a fa fan meet for the fifth anniversary of the group and Solji surprised the group and the... Like, no one knew she was coming. They're, like, singing their, like song to the Legos and all the lights go off and the music stops like it's a technical difficulty and a light went on in the back of the theater and she was back there with a microphone and she like comes down to sing and everyone stops singing and just starts crying and they like hug on the stage for a really long time and it's really sweet and then after that they like went out and like had a little picnic at like a park and Dingo Music like filmed it and they like talk she like has a very honest discussion about like people don't want me to be in this group anymore they like think I'm holding you back and they're like no we could never do without you our leader like it's very nice like sweet and sad so if you want to have some feels that's a good thing to look up um she didn't that was not officially the return of Solji. it was really nice that she came to that um but the album they put out in november a fourth EP called Full Moon had Solji's voice on it mm -hmm. and she came to the photo uh, jacket shoot, but she did not promote with them. And she's also not in the music video. Right. Uh, but the music video and song that they promoted is called Duh Duh Duh. Duh Duh Duh. 
This is the other one. This is my other favorite EXID song. Oh, is it? I love this song. I too. love it's it. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, this was like a real Hani's hair. At the, in this era was the most beautiful radiant shade of like purple pink that I've ever seen it was so pretty yeah. I saved a bunch of pictures of it <laughs> on my phone yesterday for like hair dreams um, but the music video for this one was just like really sleek shadows they're wearing like cool leather pants because there's an excellent butt dance mm-hmm. and then there's like they're in like glass there's a lot of shooting from the floor, glass floor moments. They're mm-hmm. like crawling in glass boxes. Um, and like everybody looks amazing. <laughs> and yeah. like it's a good It was the more good. serious music video. It didn't really have the like tongue and cheekness yeah, to it. Doesn't it doesn't have it's any very good. Um the song went to number nine and the EP went to number seven overall. Um and they won one first place music show. Uh and Before we wrap up with 2017, just a few highlights for them. They did release a Chinese version of Up and Down. They also went to Mexico for KCON. And they had their uh, an Asian tour, EXID Asia Tour 2017. Cool. I was wondering about that because up until now we had not talked about any tours. Yeah, I think this was their first one. Yeah. It's the first one I wrote down, at least. I mean, I would believe you. Like, they, you know, unlike a lot of the groups we've done in this deep dive, like, EXID struggled for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't get to go on world tours yeah, right away. They it did happens. Not. And they've never done a world tour, actually. Yeah. They only did Asia tours. Um, yeah, so that was 2017. Uh, April mm-hmm. 2018, another single. And this single was called Lady... Come on, lady. This song went to number four, and it's a super 90s throwback. Um, it's very groovy. The aesthetic of the music video is also 90s throwback. They're wearing, like, Tims and baggy jeans. And great and- windbreaker jackets. Mm. I have a windbreaker jacket that I specifically bought because it looks kind of like the one that, like, Hani is wearing in this video. I was like, that's a perfect <laughs> windbreaker jacket. I need one. Found one at a vintage store. It's great. Um, yeah, but they also have, like, the filters, like, the mm-hmm. grainy, like, VCR filters on the video. I feel like, yeah, the song was, like, a moment. I wanted it to be, like, bigger than it was. But, I mean, I mean, it, yeah. it like, did fine. But, like, I don't know. I felt like it was, it should have gotten more attention because it was really fun. It was really fun. And we got to see them perform it live yes. at the Korean Music Festival uh, this same year, 2018. We did. And they were wearing those cool Versace those, pattern yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. Those great jackets. Great jackets. Uh, right after this song came out, so the next month in May, um, which must have been, like, right before they came for the Korean Music Festival. Because isn't the Korean Music Festival in May? It's you. No, it was on April. It was on Wade's birthday that year, so it was the end of April. Okay, so right after that, then uh, in May, they made their Japanese debut. Mm. But we don't usually talk. Whenever we do our deep dives, we don't usually go into the specifics of their Japanese debuts. So just a whole other thing that it happened. 
Um, November 21st. Oh, wait. Actually, nope. before that, in July, Solji went back on to the King of the Masked Singer mm-hmm. and won again. And she specifically said that she won. This was her official return, um, or it marked the official return of her, which was going to be in, like, September. Um, but so she specifically went back on the King of Ma- the Masked Singer because that was where she really got her, like, rise to fame. Yeah. Um, um, and so now that she was going to come back after her hiatus, after her surgery, she wanted to um, to return to her roots in a certain way. So yeah. she went back and she won that shit again. Yeah, I remember that. I feel like I might have even talked about it on the podcast at one point. But I remember when she first joined, Asian Junkie was like, Solji is the person on Mass Singer. Like, I know it. I know it. I know it's her. But she kept winning. So she wasn't getting unmasked. But like people were getting more and more sure as the yeah. weeks went on that that's who it was. Um, so yeah, that was really nice. And November 21st, 2018, Solji's officially, officially back with her group, and they put out a single called I Love You. So also, I feel like this music video is fun because it's not only a return of Solji, it's a return to their funny-ass music videos. I was going to say the same thing. Solji's back, so so are the cheeky music videos. And this one is very cute. It's like all five of them have made terrible drunken mistakes. Like, Hani's crying in a bathroom. Solji's sick on a bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halen's been, like, taped, duct taped to a wall, like, prank <laughs> style. Um, and then Hani's, like, watching video VCR, like, tapes of all of this. And then at the end of the video, she, like, edits. She re-edits the tape so that they're all happy. Like, she, uh, she changes it so that they're, like, not drunk and sad. But it's, like, very <laughs> colorful and fun. And there's, like, people in mascot costumes. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's that cheeky thing fun yeah exid thing that we like yeah and it went to number seven on the gone chart and it is their highest charting track on the billboard world it went to number five yes um but as all things all joy short-lived uh because (laughs) no do you have more before it becomes short-lived, they did that uh, embark on their second Japanese live tour, uh, which was called 2019 EXID Valentine Tour uh, in February of 2019, and they released a full studio album uh, in Japan, and which had like some Japanese versions of their other stuff. Um, but yeah. So, in May, it is announced that Hani and Jungwa's contracts are over and they're not re-signing with Banana Culture, but there's going to be one more comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, they put out a fifth EP called We, and the song, the main song, was called Me and You. I think 
Ellie's my favorite female rapper. Oh yeah? K-pop. I think so. Her voice is so distinct and interesting and she's clearly like very good. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of other rappers in girl groups try to emulate the sound of her voice. Um, and maybe it is because she was like an underground rapper before she came, but I feel like she just has a um naturalness mm -hmm. to her like style and I to her attitude. her swag. Exactly. Like she doesn't have to convince me that she's cool. She just like naturally pulls it off to me. Um, and I just, I really like her. Yeah. She looks amazing in this music video. Oh, she always looks amazing. Um, she's just like, she just has that like grown air about yes, her. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I always feel like she's, she's one of those people I feel like is older than me. Cause yeah. she like seems it. Um, but yeah, this song, this song, uh, so the album debuted at number eight on the U.S. world charts, mm. which is very big. Um, and it went to number three on the gown. Um, and it's just like a super fun party dance track. And even though it came out after Hani and Jonghua's contracts expired, all of the member or yeah expired and they didn't renew um all of the members agreed to continue to promote the ep um and they even afterward continued as five members um because for another year because they had another japanese, japanese tour that they're back. currently still on it's called the 2019 exid summer live tour um and they're still on it now <laughs> yeah so this was like an interesting this is an interesting comeback because it reminded me a little bit of when Sistar disbanded, mm -hmm. where they like very, but Sistar very purposefully like did a final song, final music video, and the vibe of all of it is like weird. Goodbye. Goodbye. And when they started posting the teasers for this song, it's black and white images of all of them in different wedding mm -hmm. dresses or like wedding outfits, and they look kind of jilted and sad. So when they started posting those teasers, I was like, oh, is this going to be like a sad goodbye? Like some kind of, but it's like not. No, it's a super sad. fun like a party really, track. Yeah. But they still do have all the, the jilted brides is like still part of the aesthetic. But like, um, yeah, it's like a, it's a much more upbeat song. Mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't feel like a sad goodbye track because they insist that they're like not, you can't say that they're disbanded because they, they're the not. Official, <laughs> the official position is they are on a, quote, indefinite hiatus. So the other three members did renew their contract with Banana Culture. Um, but once this uh, Japanese tour ends, Hani and Zhonghua have no obligation to Banana Culture anymore and will presumably do their own thing. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. But... All that said, I feel like EXID had a really good run, like, for a group that, like, so often in the random game we get these, like, little groups where, like, the people are talented, but, like, they never went anywhere on, like, how sad. And EXID was so close to being one of those groups. Yeah. But just, like, one, that one fan cam, like, saved them, and it's so wild to think about. Yeah, that is pretty crazy, and, like, I... 
I think that one thing for me that sort of sets EXID apart from some of those groups, like groups that are in relative obscurity and then they blow up, I feel like a lot of times they make a major change in their sound or aesthetic. Mm. And going through EXID's discography, I kind of expected there to be a switch at some point. Right. Oh, they're popular now, so they're different. Exactly. Like now they're going to make different music so that they stay popular, but they are consistent in their sound and style from beginning to end. Like none of their music I think is like an outlier as far as like oh this is an EXID song like they have a very distinct style and they stayed true to that style even when they weren't very popular and like once they did get popular they didn't really change their style of music just people were paying attention now and people liked it and I'm glad because I like their early stuff too even though it wasn't very popular Um, like I said some of their music I was like why didn't this do better like this is a good song Um, so I'm glad that they were able to get the fame that they and recognition that they, I think, deserved. Um, and I hope that whatever they choose to do in the future, they they are happy with their decisions. Totally agree. Um, so before we finish, we have to watch their second most popular music yes. video. And in case you forgot, because we said it so long ago at the beginning of this episode, we've already watched their most watched, their most viewed music video, which is up and down. We already did that in the random game like a year ago, <laughs> two years ago. Um, so we will be watching. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, no, that's winner. <laughs> here we go. EXID. Ah, oh, yeah. I think that's so creepy. Every time Uno plays this song in class, the where do you live? Do you live alone? Oh my God, their their crotches are blurred out. Like they're not wearing any pants. Wow, cheeky XID. Okay, so Hani is like at work and saucily approaching a coworker. Yeah, are they sexually harassing this man at work? It seems like they are. It kind he of does, does not seem look. like they are. <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> wow. Oh, she's they're copying their butt. Their butts. Okay, I guess there she does look very innocent. Oh my gosh, I love how much stuff is blurred out. So much is blurred out. It's like making it look like there's There's just just porn porn everywhere. I feel like maybe that's why I I love the sexiness of EXID because they do it with such a like... You're going to sexualize us anyway, and now so we're, we're sort of like into it. Yeah, we're gonna sort of make fun of the way that you sexualize us, right? And I like that. Oh. And <laughs> Honey is a newscaster, and she's making eyes at her coworker. And Ellie is being mean to him, and he's very flustered. <laughs> They're just being, like, aggressively sexual to every man they meet, and it's really funny. (laughs) He's just trying to report the news as though none of this is happening. (laughs) It almost seems like Ellie is Hani's, like, sexual alter ego Yes, because in one, it's like one camera view, Hani's just blinking at him nicely, and then if you look through the camera lens, then it's like flashing red, and Ellie's there. So, like, yeah, she seems to be like the devil version of her or something. 
they're da- I love this dance scene because they're dancing in front of naked mannequins and they in have one their bits scene out. yeah in one scene the mannequins have their bits blurred out and in the other they have banners around their tits and crotches <laughs> that just say no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No more. Yes. Oh God! And then something dirty is printing out. Very... It's the it's the scan of Ellie's butt. Oh no! It's just a puppy. All the things that were blurred <laughs> were just pictures of puppies. Oh, you guys have dirty minds. That's what they're saying now. None of the blurred stuff was actually bad. Yeah, see? Good enough! <laughs> EXID, second mini. Good enough. <laughs> They're so They're funny. funny! Oh, and now the mannequins are turned around. And they're doing the butterfly. <laughs> and the- they stick their tongues out at their camera. Oh, oh, EXID. I love you. That was so fun. I'm glad we <laughs> saved that one. That was a good yeah, one to watch. Yeah, that was a watch. good one to watch. I liked it. Um, did you have any recommendations for this specific episode? We talked about this uh, at length already, but my recommendation was going to be that everybody watch the music video for every night because I... I had such an experience watching it when I was doing the research because it's like a nice, it's just like a nice song. And so I had kind of like switched from the music. I was like, oh, okay, nothing's really happening in this music video. And I like turned to like continue reading. And then when I came back, it was the slow motion spit takes. And I was like, whoa, what wait, happened? what's happening? And I had to go back and like rewatch it. And I just thought it was so, so fun. Um, and I think it's a really good example of that humor that we can keep talking about that EXID always had. So I strongly recommend if you haven't already watched it, the every night music video. Cool. My recommendation is a song from that Eclipse EP that I talked about earlier. The song is called Boy. Um, I think they did perform it on music shows occasionally. I wish I knew more about music to tell you what kind of song this is, but I think it's like some kind of like lo-fi EDM trap. I don't know. It's some kind of cool kid music uh, (laughs) where like the song is like very minimalist and then the chorus is just like different like vocoders of voices going like Oh, I love it. Like it's very interesting and it's good. And so that's my rec is the song Boy. And I think this was my rec when we got them in the random game. But just a reiteration, watch every EXID episode of Weekly Idol. You will not regret any of yes, them. Yes, because they are goofballs. Like we just, we've said it so many times. They're a very funny group and like they are very funny people individually as well. And as a whole, they are ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So wherever you go, whatever you do, ladies, I hope that you stay close and you stay friends and that you are happy. Agreed. Oh, so nice. Uh, So that's all for us today. Uh, One more call. Send us your greatest moments of 2019. Greatest moment. Moment. Singular. (laughs) (laughs) Greatest moment of 2019 at our email address, which is amakpoppod at gmail.com. With two P's for pop pod. Pop pod. (laughs) And if you want to talk to us on Twitter, Instagram, we're at amakpoppod on those as well. 
Uh, also two piece. <laughs> uh, you can join our Amino community on the Amino app. We just had a chat last weekend uh, where we watched some choreography videos with yeah. some friends and it was really fun. And we're going to do another one later in December. So make sure you're following us so you don't miss those. Yeah, we uh, the very first Amino chat that we did, we recorded as an episode, but we're not going to do that for the rest of them because it has become a regular thing, Yeah, um, which is very fun and exciting that we get to do this every month um but these will not be recorded so if you don't catch it then too bad you missed it um so please follow us on uh social media we uh, talk about we post information about those on our instagram and our twitter um so if you want to be a part of it um and like you know if you don't have anybody to talk about with k-pop then this is a really good place to do it we'll help you find Um, friends yeah Yeah, great. So we will be back next week with the first of our four 2019 end of year specials. So look forward to it. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Jonghyun, your inspiration. 